This episode of Podcast Iron is brought to you by StandoutStickers.com. Everything from custom stickers, magnets, decals, floor decals, sticker printing made easy. Free digital proofs, free shipping in USA with code FREESHIP. All of their vinyl stickers are weather resistant, suitable for indoors and outdoors, no matter which finish or shape you choose. StandoutStickers.com. Hello, my pretty little buttercups. Hello. Welcome to another. I feel so special. <laughs> welcome to another episode of Podcast Iron. I am your host, oh. Cast Iron Kyle. I am joined by my brother and wonderful producer of the show, Tyler. Hi, Kyle. How, How was you your week? It was great, man. You Did know, you like that, Barnaby? Barnaby, Barnaby, what? From Marge of the Wooden Soldiers. <laughs> Is that my a- pretty little buttercup? Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was good. I mean, hey, Laurel and Hardy, nice 1940s yeah, why reference. Not? Um, if we're gonna, you know, ask, pick up from the last episode here. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm scrambling for something to talk about. New TV, Spiderless. Spiderless. Yes, Spiderless. New TV. Oh, Osho, <laughs> like Osho about it. We were talking about it. I'm gonna take a whiteboard in the, in <laughs> yeah, the kitchen. But- it is with Jason pride. Spider penetration. It is with pride that I will turn this zero into a one. Spider penetration. Yeah. Ew. Oh. Ah. Is that how they do it? I don't know. They don't have little wieners, do they? Wa- spider wiener? <laughs> it's a punk band. Ladies and gentlemen, spider wiener. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so in this episode of Podcast uh, Iron, we're going to get into a couple things. What we got? We're going to get into the science of soap and how when you choose science as your reasoning for something, when you use it as the evidence for your stance, that means that the science that also denies the science you're talking about kind of washes one hand with the other. That's kind of the problem with science, isn't it? Is that it's kind of a no. It is not an opinion. A science isn't an opinion. So So we're going to get into this. When it comes to the the practice of maintaining certain uh, cookware... Yeah, we will. Uh, you will discuss. We will discuss. Right, and it's not. I, I'm. I am specifically designating this conversation for people to know that it's not an opinion. It's not a. Oh, I think it's stupid. No, it's not. It's not about that. We're gonna get into why. We're gonna get deep into why. I'm, I'm looking forward to episode it. or some some episode. I'm gonna give you some evidence as to why I feel the way I feel. Yes. Also, um, uh, picking up from the last episodes, like we were saying, you're yeah. also gonna get into about. Uh, you, you have some more to talk about with the post verification. I thing. did my first giveaway post verification, which we discussed last time. Yes. Which is why verification is which important is the to reason, me. Which is the reason that that the verification was so powerful is because you can do you can do giveaways yeah. again now. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. That's I can, right. You I did can do them without. I saw on the story yeah. you revealed the winner and everything. So, yeah, so it's a big deal. We'll talk about that later yeah, too. Yeah, we'll um, get in, into all that. I wanted to talk about also how people have been trying to get into the game of doing what it takes a good decade to do as far as buying and selling and developing clientele. People think it's an overnight thing. So, so you want to talk about it. people that just look at people at uh, at flea markets and go, oh, I could yeah. do that. And it's like people. Things. It's like people looking flip at things. It's like it's like people looking at Dale Earnhardt driving a car. It's like, oh, he's just driving in circles. Yeah, that's that's what he's doing. Exactly. Yeah. No, there's nothing You're else good. to yeah. it whatsoever. You can yep. do it. Just yeah. on your way home from the grocery store, hop in your NASCAR and see if you can do it. You know what I mean? Um, Magicians of Vegas. I, I also that. also tease a story. Uh, I had a picker stab me in the back, and it came back to bite him, and I'd love to share that story with him. <laughs> it's a good one. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, Perfect, man. I'm and uh, Yeah, it. we're going to use some science to break down the uh, reasoning for soap versus no soap. So it's going to be, so, this is a good episode. So this is good. I'm, uh, what do I mean? Would we use History Man music or List Man music? We could actually, for, for, I, 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 I think we need a Science Man music. Oh, you're right. We need Science Man. What do I got here? What's this? Let's see what science is. Uh, Let's see what science is. Nope. That's, that's the <laughs> opposite of what science would be. Good. I love it. You like this one for Science Man? Yeah. Jazz lounge music. Good. Hey. So. I used to get like bubbling Bunsen burners or something. <laughs> Bubbling Bunsen burners. <laughs> <laughs> the three B's got me. Brought to you by bubbling, doc- bubbling Bunsen Dr. Seuss. Um, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so that's what I want to talk about because there's a big controversy, or or just disagreement rather of a, of opinion. There's a couple. We're gonna get some controversial stuff out of the way in this episode. Two things. Oh, good. Finally, one, one controversial topic in cast iron is what you should and shouldn't cook, and the other, like I tease, we're gonna talk about soap. Yes. Um. So. One of the things that I've found is that vinegar and citrus, citric acid and 
you know, tomato sauce, which is also, there's acids involved in that. It is, it falls under the umbrella of the word caustic. Now, caustic is like a fancy word for cor- corrosive almost. Okay. Yes, yeah, so I was going to say, is it another so, word for corrosive? Like kinda? with lie, like when you use a lie bath, lie bath is one of the methods I imply to. Oh, yeah. I've one of the methods. Lie baths are one of the methods I implement to remove the years of crud and misuse that accrues on these cast iron skillets. And the reason lye works so well is it eats away at grease. It eats away at anything that's non-ferrous, pretty much, that gotcha. has, has a grease or moisture element to it. That's why they use it for drain cleaner, because it, it can eat your hair. It eats any fats. Like, do you ever look at a clogged drain? Uh, I was it's, always wondering, like, this, this, how, how does that work? Oh, what about when you make, like, when, remember... Is this okay to talk about how you would make like with the tin foil? Yeah, the toilet bowl cleaner bombs. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that. I'm telling you in the camera, don't do that. And I may or may have not tried that 15 years ago. Because um, it, it, destro- it, it destroys it. It eats it because it's aluminum. It eats it's the, the metal. aluminum. Exactly. So when you cook something in cast iron and your cast iron is good, it has what's called a seasoning. Seasoning is a fancy or a less fancy term for polymerization. I have trouble saying that word. I don't want you to tell me. Season if I'm it wrong. is a fancy word for polymerization. I said it backwards. <laughs> polymerization. Yes. Polymerization is when oil is is bonded to your skillet from heat. Yeah, the you, heat opens up the pores. It absorbs the oil and it, it locks it in when it, it cools down. And right? there's no real way to get that out unless you you soak it in caustic matter sure or you give it an extreme treatment of heat like in your self-cleaning so all of that time you've spent seasoning your pan getting it perfect and and all those years of use with the right. oil you're undoing that the more and more uh acidic type dishes you're throwing in that Correct. kind of a pan and there are people that will say well if acidic stuff ruins your polymerization you didn't season it right well dude okay go ahead and take your perfectly seasoned cast iron skillet and boil vinegar in it and tell me how good it is next time you want to cook it, eggs. Dude, exactly so is that the bad where you would take it out and it would turn like rusty in a few seconds that's the vinegar bath yeah oh my god that was like that was a science experiment before your eyes i mean now why would you get out of the bath he took it out of the bath of vinegar we went to get a rag we come back in orange like well i'll I'll tease this i did a video with brad leone that's going to be coming out this summer yeah we actually took a super rusty pan that was like completely unnoticeable and within 24 hours of it being soaked in half vinegar half water diluted vinegar yeah, see, there was a ring uh, outline. You could see it almost looked like like in a in like a movie where somebody's burned alive. You just see like the outline of their skeleton. You could see the outline of the skillet in the top bubbles of half vinegar, half water. So why, yes, why, see, right? Why would you take something caustic like vinegar or or citric acid or or uh, I mean, I, I believe in tomatoes. It's citric acid. I'm not sure what acid is actually in tomatoes. Yeah. I don't know the science of it. I'm not a chef. I've never claimed to be a chef. I'm a guy that cooks food and got it right a few times. Um, <laughs> So I've cooked a hot pocket perfectly. In my opinion, what I've noticed is my good cast iron that's really seasoned. If I make, you know, any pasta dish in it, it dries out that seasoning. Is it going to ruin the pan? No, but it's going to dry it out. There's two stages of a good cast iron skillet. You want the, the oil that's bonded and polymerized, but you also want that nice shiny loose oil on the top too. So next time you cook, you're not, you don't have any dry spots. Yeah. Nothing will stick to it. Absolutely. You've spent so much time seasoning the crap out of the thing, getting it perfect, getting the flavor right. The, the, the extra flavor you get when you heat it up and, and you, and you get that aroma. That's all just slowly being eaten away. The more uh, acidic foods that you're cooking in there yep. once in a while or with a main course, like you said, if it's your main course, avoid the cast iron. If, if, if the tomato is the main focus, if lemon is the main focus, you can, don't, don't get me wrong here. You can you put can lemon on a fish or whatever, right? You could do, you know, chicken franchise, which is like an egg based chicken dish with a little lemon on it. That's fine. Yeah. But if you're going to make like a lemon butter fish where it's like just lemon and butter and fish hot as hell, it, it might, it might dry your skillet yeah, out. Lemon and butter soup basically, and right? I, I disclaim all of these statements saying it's not going to ruin your skillet. I'm not saying that. No, it's going to. You're your- going to be making it harder on yourself. It, it, if you're going to do it, how about this? Here's what I say. Here's what I say. I change, I change everything right now and I say, if you're going to do that, designate a pan for those dishes. 
There you go. That makes sense. Have a Griswold 8 or a, you know, Marietta, whatever pan you want. That's my special pan for my acidic dishes because it's going to need a little bit more attention. Exactly. That's like, uh, here. this is the way I think of it. Can you take the tires on a, on a, on a street racing car and do a burnout? Yes. Yeah. Should you every time? That's the big, no. that's the big argument. No, you should not. You're going to wear down your tire. We're not going to wear down a hole in your pan. But again, you're you're undoing all of that seasoning that you worked so hard to get. So, and that's, so, so mean, that's a great tip. One pan for all the acidic things and another pan for when it really matters to have that nonstick good seasoning. Well, I mean, what you can also do. Yes, and you're right. You're right. Right. But we that's can also I, do, if you, if you prefer a lemon-based dish, you could do the cast iron parts in the cast iron. Like, if you're going to do chicken franchise, you want a good, crispy, egg-dipped yeah, chicken franchise. Yeah, do it in your yeah. cast iron, and then finish it with your capers and your butter and your lemon in a little stainless steel. There I like go. to use, I, I use Heston Nanobond. I use Allclad. I love Moviel. I love Great Jones. These are some of the brands that I've loved, and I showed you for the backdrop. I was going to ask, is the Nanobond the one that looks like all those cool colors? Yeah. That's cool. It yes. looks like if you've ever seen oil in a driveway <laughs> in that the rain. Just, that is just a pan that has been used. <laughs> it looks so cool, though. It looks yeah. cool. I love that. It's it's all an extreme yeah. amount of heat, but that's the cool thing about stainless. That's why it, it, it it's non-corrosive. It's it's completely resistant to corrosion, whether it's 316 stainless or 304 stainless. Those those numbers just coincide with the amount of, um, you know, molybdenum or whatever, whatever molecular structure you want to get into way okay. deep down the rabbit hole of metal, which we're not getting into. No. But you can take a dish and start it off in cast iron and you can finish it off in your your stainless steel and your cast iron will be safe your, your cast iron seasoning will be safe chicken farm here's another example chicken great idea parm. great example chicken tomato parm. sauce crisp the fuck out of it in the oven do a reverse not a reverse here but you can bake the chicken in your cast iron take it out and crisp it up on the burner oh yeah put your cheese in it transfer it into a little stainless steel get it nice and hot crispy again put your tomato sauce over it throw it back in the oven get it all right same temp yeah. serve it that's the way I would so do it. So stainless steel does go in the oven. Yeah, stainless oh, okay. steel. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, a, what about... Um, I have a Moviel pan in the garage. You can literally see it's been used so many times, all the different layers of stainless, like how compressed and oh, how, really? how well made it is. Oh, that's um, cool. And if you have, back to what you were saying about the oven, um, if you have a stainless steel skillet that has a plastic handle, A, don't put it in the oven. Number two, it's <laughs> not... A good stainless steel pan. The stuff from the seventies, the Revere uh, pans, like the copper bottom stainless stuff that like yeah. our grandmom had. That stuff's good, but it's never meant to go from oven to table. I prefer something that's oven to burner, burner to oven that it's transferable like that. Just because I don't have to think about where I'm putting it when I'm doing it, I could just think of the meal. That's true, and it's and so, it's still kind of served kind of warm. It's still sizzling a little bit. It's kind of like the fajitas at absolutely. one of those restaurants where yeah, it's like it's, a little. Oh, what's that? Wow, what do you they know? have? There like is a, a party. There is a way to make stainless steel. I think your question was, how can you make stainless steel almost like seasoned? Like, yeah, is that it, what you were saying? Or? Is that what you do with well, stainless? It, what do you it, do with stainless steel? To make it nonstick. Well, I mean, with stainless... Or to you're, optimize you're, your experience with it, I'll say. You're playing with a fine line of temperature control when it comes to stainless steel. That's the other thing people need to realize. If you take a cold stainless steel pan... And you put butter in it, and the butter starts to melt, and the butter's just melted. You put your egg in there. It's going to stick. You want that pan. You want to put a little butter and a little bit of oil so that your butter doesn't smoke. Get that shit as piping hot as you can. Crack your egg and start moving it right away and create yeah. that, that seal. Between the egg and the oil and when, butter. And, when something's and sizzling in your pan that's yeah. like we're talking about with fajitas, that's actually like literally oxygen and it's like it's literally creating a vibration Slap, slapping yeah. so fast in, in micro all over the place correct yeah. it's oh, literally okay. creating a seal and if you move it and create that crust the Maillard effect which we've talked about on meats which is the caramelization of the fats and the sugars and the fats and whatever sure crust on a steak gotcha. it will become nonstick. so your stainless steel needs to be piping hot and as soon as you get your food in there move it around whereas with cast iron it's different get your cast iron piping hot put your meat in the pan and your food like I've said many times before your food will tell you when it's ready to be flipped because it will loosen itself up. That makes a lot of sense. I'll drink to that. Yes. How about cheers. you? Huh? That's it. There we go. <laughs> well, oh. that makes that makes a lot of sense. So, um, the there is a perfect harmony in the kitchen between cast iron and stainless steel. Absolute harmony next. Complete to each other. harmonious behavior. Yes, it's a perfect harmonious, behavior. harmonious behavior harmonious between behavior. the pans. 
and uh, one day our own backdrop here on the podcast. Yeah, we're still That's working on that. I appreciate everybody uh, checking out that short, uh, with, uh, that reel that we posted of the backdrop. I've been working hard on that. Got a little piece of, every time I find something that's a little interesting, that'll look nice in the backdrop, that I can say, hey, I actually will use this to cook. It's not really for display. Well, because the, the, the goal here is we're creating the podcast, but we're also recording video here so that we can get some shorts out of it for the folks that maybe don't listen to the podcast or don't know about yeah, the podcast. Absolutely. We're killing two birds here. It's not lazy it's called it's called um it's innovation a good a good example of that um (laughs) opie from opie and anthony yes he um does he does like this live event every morning where he does instagram facebook and youtube live okay but he focuses more on the youtube like picture like youtube being the center and then instagram and like facebook are over here private groups and all that stuff so I literally was watching him on Instagram and he was interacting more with the YouTube group. So I went from listening on Instagram to the YouTube group. Uh, so what we're attempting to do is almost the opposite. Take people from the YouTube shorts to pull them to the Instagram to learn a little bit more and actually to the podcast to learn the long form. Yeah, well, that's just the idea is that uh, we're just we're just trying to put the put the word out there in all different directions yeah I mean, or wherever it's, it's, you happen to be you might come across something that you, you you get pulled from like, each platform no matter what sure um i'd like to take this time to announce our first formal break oh that's so nice okay we'll be back in a minute it's a good gear podcast iron This episode of Podcast Iron is brought to you by FatWorks.com, the world's finest organic and pasture-raised and grass-fed lards, tallows, poultry fats, and ghee. Time to get real fat. Use promo code SEASONORDIE for 10% off of your entire order, and if you spend $75, it's coming to you for free. They have all kinds of sizes, and the one I like the most is the Wagyu beef tallow, available now in the gallon size. FatWorks.com, promo code SEASONORDIE. Gangsters, what's up, guys? Oh, welcome yeah. back. Welcome back. Welcome back. I love breaks. I get to so stand up, I. take a quick stretch. Is there anything better? Feels nice, nice and fresh and new, and it's only been 20 minutes. Oh, my God. Oh, speaking of... No, that. we're having fun. Time's flying. And, it is. You know, I... Uh, well, we teased about it earlier in the beginning of the episode, but I wanted to... Uh, going down our list of things to talk about here, I thought this was good to start to uh, start with. Is uh, how was your how was your first giveaway since you got that stamp seal of approval from Meta there, <laughs> dude? It went way better than I thought. Oh and really? As, as we discussed, the, oh, good. The, the verified nature of an account gives people the reassurance that you're dealing with said person. Yeah, no, uh, no scams anymore. None right. of that business. None of that risk. And like the last time we talked about it, not to you know hash old stuff, but I said that the woman, one of the, one of my followers, got you know victimized for like five grand in credit card debt. Yep. And the one person was like, <laughs> the one one person was like, yo, you get it all back. Yeah. Oh yeah. Not Insta- the point. In- dude. Instantly. Yeah. That's not the point. No. It's, it's the pain in the, the ass. It's a pain in the ass to get it back. Yeah. The credit so, card company's not going to be like, oh yeah, here you go, magic. You no, got to fight for it. There's forms. You open up a case. It gets investigated. There's all kinds of rigmarole for rigmarole for that kind of thing. Business day, sir. Sorry. No. Like, so no, no. avoid all that from the beginning. Look for the blue check. That's you got it. the blue check. People looked for it. They they uh, they understand they, it. And why it's important. They participated in your latest giveaway. And uh, how did it go, dude? I did it with standout stickers. They sent me oh yes a ton of their um, stickers, their, the colored ones and the you know black and white ones. Um, these guys are so cool because they actually do a twenty four hour service. You can actually like go to their shop and do like a Dropbox kind of thing. Like, dude, I need these stickers for tomorrow morning. Can I pick them up at midnight or whatever? And they'll put them in these boxes and they give you the code and you go to the outside of their business. Oh, that's nice. Up. So it's they super just leave cool. them there for you to pick up whenever you can. Kind but of thing. What was cool when I was working with them, I had a couple weird designs. Like, I like the shirt where it lists things like and bison and elk and venison and beef. Oh yeah, the different things. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I, I sent them I a list that. of like the ones I wanted to do and they're like, oh, let's try it with like this spacing or this font. Like they worked with me with a couple different like edits and like they didn't make a big deal. Like they, they it was it was so flawless and like easy to work with them. And then I did one for us for podcast iron fans of like and Griswold and Wagner and Chicago Hardware Foundry and Peak. Oh, and, I like that. And they turned it and did it vertical. But the other one I did 
was um, we've talked in other episodes about the Maillard effect, which is when you cook a steak, like we just mentioned before, the caramelization of yeah. fats. It's called the Maillard effect. Now, the best meat to get the Maillard effect happens to be duck. Oh, because it's a really duck fatty. Yes. Yes. So Mallard looks like Maillard effect. Maillard effect. So I wrote <laughs> Maillard or Mallard Maillard my yard with a lawn chair with a duck in it <laughs> and they killed it they they blew it out I of water that. the design like the duck looks like he's just like chilling in my the chair yard, so i i did a, a bunch of stickers i have this this skillet care kit that i give people now i bought 500 oh. of them so what's in that the skillet care kit is two stainless steel um wools with oh. a little plastic holder and a microfiber cloth i like that that's so great. that goes sealed hermetically sealed with every skillet purchase oh that's great and i, I put a little standout edition. stickers on it like you know part of the sponsorship with them was sponsoring i didn't know you this skillet doing care that. Kits. yeah dude, like they're really cool idea. um but anyway back to the giveaway i gave away one of my griswold eights one of my one of my small logos oh with yeah. with um standout stickers they gave me these really cool north face hats with with their logo like embroidered on it like oh, north neat. face i mean it north if, face actually i'm wearing a north face right now yeah if you don't want to wear the big brand on the north face hat you still have the other side of the north face hat you yeah. know what i mean yeah, so yeah, yeah. um and i also gave a hundred dollar gift certificate for standout stickers along with the giveaway so Ooh. they got the hat, the stickers, they get a big sticker pack, they get the skillet from me, they get the care kit, they get the the $100 gift cards. It was really cool to work with them. Thank you to Standout Stickers for believing in me and what I'm doing. They're really fun to work with. Oh, and great, man. Yeah. The quality of their work really shows with what they, they have. I was like, I want a sticker that I could put on my Yeti, on my refrigerator, on my car. And they're like, oh, yeah, these are rugged as all hell. Like, they're going to be perfect for you. And like that, that sticker is great, man. Put through the dishwasher. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's like it looked like like it's just it's just well made. That's, it's just good good quality American made company. That's great, man. That's so, great. So I'm glad I'm glad that the uh, the giveaway worked out for you well. Great. No one got hurt this time. We got almost 300 comments. People tagging their friends and talking about it. And like, you'd be good at stickers, man. It was just like people boosting their friends because I said in the thing nice. you have to you have to tag a person who would be cool or who would be fun with designing a sticker or something. Yeah, like that. someone so, who would have fun designing stickers. It was a lot like of husbands that. like, you'd be so good at designing a sticker, babe. I hope we win this skillet too. Like, <laughs> it was so cool. So, so that's good. You had a good amount of involvement. That. That's yeah, fine. That's, it was that's great. great, man. So, so, so that's good. So you have a good positive experience. So folks listening and watching, there may be more to come down the way for sure. Oh, there's going to be way more going on with standout stickers. I have a whole bunch of designs up here, and we got some more stuff coming out in the works. So if you uh, want to get into that, go check out standout stickers and uh, check out my Instagram stories, and I'll keep you updated with what we got going on together. That's great, man. Yes, so. your, your Instagram story. Speaking of your Instagram stories, did you post one the other day about um, something about the science of the soap or something like that? Yeah, yeah. There <laughs> So, I don't know when you wanted to talk about that, but I figured we I can would get try into it now. As a, as a uh, I don't know, I'm trying to be Mr. Transition, Mr. Teasy, um, Mr. Transition Man. Dun -dun -dun -dun. Yeah, we can get into that, and then so basically, what I wanted to do was get into the depth as to the science behind why soap is unnecessary. Okay, not, that's not that you can't do it. That but you, that you don't have you to don't have do to. it. Right. You don't have to do it. That's the main difference. But at the core of all of this, let me let me start out by saying, if you feel more comfortable doing it, then just do it. I was doing uh, history man type, but we're we're getting into it. Yeah, science man, yeah, sciencey man kind science of stuff. Man kind of stuff. So, so to predicate this whole conversation, if it makes you feel comfortable and makes your family feel comfortable. Then just go ahead and do it, Bryce. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Joshua, just yeah. do it. Go ahead, Karen. Um, <laughs> Kevin. You know what's Karen. so funny about Karen? I know what? so many people named Karen, and they're all fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. I don't know one asshole Karen. That's that's funny that you mentioned that. I think it's more the demographic of the age group, and that was the common name. Yeah, but dude, I literally know like a dozen Karens, and they're all fucking badass. So what um, would be a name of somebody in that classification of the standard Karen? Leanne. <laughs> Leanne. <laughs> that's a Southern Karen. <laughs> Leslie? Yeah. No, I know some cool Leslies. Yeah? Okay. Uh, and I know a cool Leanne. I mean, that's weird. Um, anyway, further on. Barbara, or really yeah. old, old lady names. I feel like it should be named after an herb. 
Oh, like a stingy herb. All right, peppermint. Like I don't stingy stingy herb. <laughs> All right, cinnamon. Cinnamon. <laughs> like you're talking to a stripper from the eighties. All right, cinnamon. Um, yeah. So again, you know, it's not that you don't. You oh. you shouldn't. It's that you do not need to. It's a and waste. What I'm, is that? I, what do you mean by that? Okay. So you know me very better than most people. The ninety nine percent of the people, I'm not wasteful. Yeah. I I pride myself in being efficient. Time with your time and and money. Oh yes, time and money. Yes, yes. Let's be honest. Yes, I'm not cheap, but I will buy an expensive product if I know I only have to buy it once. That's the thing. It's about. I will buy a better soap if I know that the soap will clean better. I will buy better shoes if I will walk farther in them. Good point. Very good. I will buy better furniture if it. You know, same story still applies. Yes. Broad broad spectrum, streamlining my lifestyle with that philosophy. So. You have science. Here is here is a scientific statement that blankets the realm of everything in life. Okay. If you are in the woods and you're lost and you need to survive, you need water. Now, facts. Fact. Your body needs water. That fact has nothing to do with cast iron. That, that made me thirsty. We're, we're showing, yeah, exactly. It's showing you it, it, the importance of water. Anyway, whatever. So when you're when you're stranded in the desert, you're stranded in the forest, and you come across water, and you have a way to carry the water, and you're unsure of if that water is sanitary or not, what do you do to that water? You politely ask it. Get your germs out of here. <laughs> uh, do you have germs, you, Mr. Water? You, you throw the germs out of the Was- <laughs> <laughs> that would be what water would sound like talking. <laughs> no, uh, uh, boil it. That's what everybody says. That's what Bear Grylls says to do. That's what everybody says dude, to do. There's boil a guy, it. dude, Dave Canterbury, man, Pathfinder Survival. I love the guy to death. I've done a lot of work with the guy, like, like as far as ta- work, as far as like talking. Pathfinder Survival. Yeah, he's a cool guy. He had a show on TV on um uh, on Discovery Channel. Oh, really? Yeah, Dave Canterbury from Pathfinder Survival, dude. The guy's awesome. Okay. Um, um, he, I would listen to what he says. He'll tell you if you're in the woods and you're stranded, you need to sanitize water. You boil it because no pathogens, no bacteria, nothing that's going to kill you is going to live past everybody 212 knows. degrees. That's when water boils. Everybody, 212 degrees. Everybody knows that when you when you want to sanitize water from the stream or whatever, they they say you got to boil it if you want it to be safe. Correct. They even do that in in the in the township or whatever when there when there's a boil advisory because the water yes. isn't sanitary or something like that's that. That's blanketing right? your community by saying boil this water to make it safe. Then you know it's safe 100%. If you're seeing it boiling, you know it Without a shred of doubt, correct, it is safe to consume. Now, to to piggyback that scientific statement, here you go. That science in general, yes, it's not an opinion. Yeah, piggyback. Yeah, taking that principle of science specifically, correct. You know, you you put your skillet on the stove. You put it on. Put the heat on high. Yeah. Leave it there for a couple minutes, and you put a heat gun on that. You know what it's going to be. What? A fuck ton more than two hundred and fucking twelve. <laughs> God damn it! So <laughs> I, was, I was expecting you to be like two hundred and twelve degrees. No, no, you're talking like four hundred, three fifty, four hundred, four fifty, even. You're not so cooking here's water bears. Here's my question: Water bears would live. Well, yeah, they would. Uh, you know, water bears, those little microscopic yeah, things yeah. that are like in space. Yeah, they would and yeah, but they're not on Earth and in on the sun, like those uh, not the sun, water you know, bears. <laughs> that's what they're called. Yeah, <laughs> splish splash, I will dig in a bar. Um, so here's 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 where those two scientific elements. Oh, my honey flavored soap, where'd it go? <laughs> here's 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 where those two scientific um, uh, facts, I guess, come together. If you have a skillet that's very well seasoned, yeah, and you can cook anything you want in it. And just wipe it out when you're done and put it on the stove and heat it up to twice the boiling point of water. Where, where does soap fall into that? Where, where do you need it? Why does soap? So, so that's the thing, too. A lot of people will, will say that they use dish soap to break down grime or oils or fats that, that might be stuck. stuck on the pan. And that tells me you need to season your shit better, first off. First off. But second off... 
as far as the grime and the buildup, that's what the steel wool is for. In the last five years, right? I have sold, yes, in the last five years, I have sold over a thousand skillets. Yeah. I have had not one complaint or direct message or even minor speculation of any food sticking to those pans. And you know what else I have in common with those 1,000 pans? What? I never used soap on one of them. Well, that's true. That's true. I mean, that's not to say that the way that the uh, your your customers are using them. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. But I have. If not they want to, they can. Again, this isn't saying that you 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 can't. It's not going to kill your pan. It's not going to ruin it necessarily. Correct. It's just that there's plain old no good reason to do it. There's no reason to do it. Can you? No. Yes, absolutely. It's putting a hat on a hat. It's washing your car after you get home from the car wash. It, boom. No point in that. You sound you, you're being silly. You know what? We're gonna we're just gonna we're not gonna go down a petty road here. I'm not about that shit. That's petty road. I don't like, I don't I don't get petty. I'm not gonna get petty. Can I? Absolutely, but I'm not. It's calling Kyle Petty. We're just we're just gonna we're just gonna graze it's Kyle, it. Kyle Petty. Kyle Petty. A cast iron Kyle Petty. <laughs> cast iron Kyle Petty. <laughs> All right, we're just gonna graze it right here. Okay. Yeah. Here's my other statement. Yeah. I have had to restore skillets from other sellers that push using soap. Really? Yes. And how do you know that? Because I've been told by the people that sent me the skillets. That it had been cleaned with soap? Or do you? can you tell by looking at a pan? No, I've been told straight up, I bought this skillet from so-and-so, and no, this is how it's performing. I get that, but is there a way that you might be able to tell if someone's like, I don't know what happened to this, and they hand it to you? Would you be able to tell, like, no. well, maybe they used too much soap or something? I mean, it depends. I mean, they could have cooked something caustic like we talked about with acid and dried out the pan yeah. as well, but what, what soap... Soap is not going to break down your polymerized oil. That is a chemical bond that cannot be broken by any detergent unless you obviously soak it in lye or if you, you know, burn it in the oven on self-clean. But I have been sent skillets to restore. You know, like like 90% of the stuff I do is on the back end. Like the Instagram is just like a little bit. That's literally the store shop window. No one talks about it's, how that yeah. how that toy was was designed and manufactured and tested and failed and tested and failed I, and then put together. And, you know the way I compare it? When you look at my Instagram and you see the sales, like the table the sales, window. it's like buying a CD or buying a tape or a record. You're not seeing the music writing, the music developing, the marketing, the, the art, the packaging, the marketing, the distribution, the shipping. The There's photography. so much on the back end of what's going on here. And, and all I you're care. getting is a little 14.99. I show you a little, I show you a little boop of what yeah. I'm doing. And yeah. people are still like, wow, how do you get all of that done? So listen, wow. to not get petty, I have clean skillets from other sellers that are okay with using soap and openly talk about using soap. And is it a coincidence? I don't think so. Uh-oh. Sorry. Sorry, Ooh. folks. Whoops. So, so, again, we're not going to sit here and speculate whether or not soap uh, damages your, your, your cast iron, but it will not make oh. your life easier. <laughs> the number one <laughs> This is funny. This is yeah, great. So what, what, do you hear you from, what do you hear from the other side of the aisle? The other side of the aisle. You get a lot of comments that are like, well, that's because back in the day, soap was lye was used in soap. Correct. Oh, soap had lye in it. Right. Soap was made with lye, and that's what you use to restore the skillets now to break down all of that grease and oil. Yes. Now, soap does not have lye in it. So it's less strong. <laughs> so it's literally not even doing its job anyway. Right. So it's literally... It, less effective it, I to think, begin with. I think the people that are pushing soap so strong, it's, it's, a, it's a mental thought process that's making them feel okay about their skillets. And it is a marketing ploy on modern skillet companies that are eliminating half of their audience by saying, don't use soap. They're like, shit, we're losing half of those people. We need to tell people it's okay to use soap so they buy our shit. Are you sure it's that or do you think it might be because legally they have to tell them that they need to clean Oh, there's definitely pan? legal schmiegel in there, yeah. Because they're going to be like, well, did you cook your pan to 400 degrees or what? Because you, someone's going to get salmonella. And they're going to say, well, you didn't tell me I need to use soap. Yeah, but do you have to tell somebody Because they're looking for somebody else to blame. Yeah, but then could you sue the cup company because they didn't tell you to put it in the fucking dishwasher? I mean, where's the line? That's what what I'm saying. There is no no line. line. I remember very vividly when we used to watch American Idol. And uh, remember Ford was a big sponsor of American Idol. And the uh, the top 12 or top 6 always did a, a commercial for Ford. Remember that? 
right. they did a Ford Edge commercial. Right. And in the Ford Edge commercial, the car drove on the edge of a building on two wheels. And on the bottom of the ad, it said, do not attempt. Why did it need to say that? Because somebody would be fucking dumb enough to look at that and see dollar signs. And they'll go drive their car off a roof of someone's house and say, well, Ford didn't say I couldn't try it. Right. Because people see that. That's that's what. But I'm they'd also at. lose the lawsuit. That's what I'm getting at. Whatever the brand is that's out there right now, they can they have to say to use soap for right. their own safety right. legal reasons. Right. But there is no reason actually to do that because all you got to do is cook the damn thing. There's another. There's a, there's actually one uh, cast iron content creator um, who uh, is really pushing the soap thing. And you've like, been yeah you've specifically you've kind of in an in a roundabout way targeting me. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> they called out one of the one of the most major major manufacturers of new cast iron who I've gone back and cast forth iron with Joshua. What should we call? It? Yeah, we're just <laughs> we're just gonna cast iron Karen. Um, cast iron Karen. Cast iron Leanne. Uh, but it's a guy anyway. But anyway, here's here's the thing. He <laughs> he tagged me and said, "Oh, so you're saying this major skillet brand is wrong? What do you have to say about that?" I want to know why they're not following you. Uh, <laughs> I want to know why they're not following you. Boom. And I mean, the other person, there was a couple people chime in and like, well, he has, you know, 10 times the amount of followers than you. Who? Okay. Who? Who does? The other, the other cast iron guy. Yeah. And he does. So, but, what? but, 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 but look at who they are. I value the chefs that follow me. The, the projects I've taken on, the people that believe in me, the, the people I collaborate with, yeah. the number of followers doesn't mean anything. McDonald's sold 4 billion hamburgers last year. <laughs> Does that mean that's the best burger? No. They no, sold the just, most. They just sold the most. That doesn't mean so, they're the best. Yeah. So I, I think he's taking the authority of his followers and using it against the number. I don't even know how many followers I have. No. So, so who the fuck is this person who's just going to say... You know, even though I'm already on top and I have X amount of more times more followers, let me just bitch out this other dude who's trying to who who's trying to get in on my game and this and that. What like there isn't enough fucking room in the world of of, of social media? I've said it how many times? There's no feast or famine here. There is enough of this shit for everybody. But the reason he keeps coming after me, why why is what's the reason for you going after anybody? It's a threat. Whatever. You are scared. Whatever you are scared. Well, whatever you say, threat. That absolutely. I don't know. I don't know. Could you be. got a lot of big stuff coming up this summer, and it's going to really push you over the edge. It's just all that shows is that followers doesn't really mean shit at the end of the day when you're no, talking about that kind of matter. content. Anyway, no. yeah. So, so fuck that guy. Do what you want with your pan, but right. you heard it here first. It's not necessary to do it. It doesn't mean that you can't or you shouldn't. It's just that there's no good fucking reason to when you can slam your pan on the top of your yeah. top yep. for 400 degrees. Give it a minute. Give it a wash and yeah. put it back in the cabinet and a little bit of oil. Put it back in the cabinet. And there are, you know, for all the guys that are, you know, you know, coming after me about not using soap. There are guys that um, are doing it right and that I think are actually really doing a good job, like New England Cast Iron. Yeah. I, I, his name is Andrew. He's a great guy. I buy pants from him for my personal collections. I Ooh. love that guy. He's a great guy, super honest. He does it right. He has a really great seasoning process. Uh, there's another guy out in the Midwest, uh, Cast Iron Mike. Love that guy. Uh, Cast Iron Kevin, one of the guys that I've learned oh, you know, yes. a decent yeah, amount sure. from. I love Kevin. Yeah, I remember him. Um, I still run into him at all the flea markets and stuff. Great guy. We've bought pans and from each other and stuff like that. I've been to his house. There's, there's one thing nice I've noticed. Guy. One thing I've noticed in common, especially when social media is the uh, common denominator between all these different folks and all these different entities, is that it, it only thrives when you are all supporting each other and rooting yeah. for each other. Yeah. You're sharing each other's stuff, just like podcasts is that way. Absolutely. There's you jump no... on each other's podcasts. You mention each other's podcasts. You you, you you repost people's podcasts. It's a thriving environment where everybody helps everybody. Yeah, yes, and to turn each, turn against each other like that is is totally counterproductive to what their goal should be. It's funny though nobody's nobody's direct at me with what they're saying. It's always a roundabout way because they do know the the power of the collaborations that I've had. I hate saying that. I hate talking about it like that, but it's true. Well, yeah, it's true. Sure, and I don't chase these people. They, yeah. That that's that's how it comes. Yeah. So and that's 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 the nature of the beast. 
But anyway, um, like I, I, you know, I actually credit Cast Iron Kevin with indoctrinating me with the thought process that it is not a feast or famine mentality. Sure. Um, I know he's the he was um, he was there right at the beginning. Yeah, he was one of the guys like because I always bought and sold cast iron. But when I really focused, like I, I really want to get into this. He was one of the guys that I kind of looked up to. And um, I did learn quite a bit from him. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we had the pot. We had the full slice at the time. So I was able to use, you know, power with those numbers and kind of build this this brand. And I had a really good time, you know, uh, you know, learning from Kevin a couple of the different processes and things that he used and I, I went ahead and developed my own way obviously um but there are a lot of guys that are doing great things and very positive it's a wonderful community but every once in a while you have that guy that wants to go out there and create content by being negative and at the end of the day shock value i gotta fix i gotta fix their stuff you know what i mean so it's whatever you, you're allowed to follow whoever you want do whatever you want but at the end of the day whatever works for you is what you need to do yeah so there you go. Well, yeah, that's the thing. It's whatever works but, for you. But, but you but, can't deny the science of 212 degrees sanitizing water and deny the fact that you don't need soap on something that's been heated up to over 212 degrees. Yeah, the, you can't use the science. You can't you can't promote your argument with the same science that would otherwise that negates it that negates it yeah. saying, oh, well, it's science that soap kills germs. Great. Well, so does heat. So pick your pick your flavor i guess i but mean they both are the same thing your pan's already heated up right. give it a rinse give it a swirl with the with the steel wool or the the i did have somebody come back from an argument saying well if you say it's already sanitized then the soap won't hurt it yeah if it's already sanitized why the fuck are you washing it so why are you sanitizing it again why are you washing it it's double sanitized now. and all, all the soaps do you notice it says kills 99.9 percent of the germs the Point only one. way to kill a hundred percent of the germs is to fucking boil it boom there That's it. All right, you want to take a quick uh, quick pee break? You want to take a quick pee pee break? Yeah, go roo Okay, well, yeah, we could do that. We'll do that. And uh, we'll be back with more some uh, podcast iron in a little bit. Yeah. This episode of Podcast Iron is brought to you by StayClassyMeats.com. You can beat inflation and pre-order your eighth of a cow right now and save a whole ton of cash. And if you want, you can save even more by using promo code SEASONORDIE. That's from me, Cast Iron Kyle, and that will save you 15% off your entire order. Stay Classy Meats is your number one place for beef, pork, bison, chicken, elk, fish, jerky. They even have pet treats, and it goes straight from the pasture to your refrigerator. StayClassyMeats.com, promo code SEASONORDIE. Ah, podcast iron ah. welcome back welcome back Another Kyle, episode this is usually about the time of the show where we get an update on how things have been for you in the world of picking mm. how have things been for you in uh good they're going great i mean last episode we talked about how i bought those dutch ovens right out of the guy's cart oh my god yeah the blue yeah. one the i decided the, one, the yellow one right i decided that that would those would be those would probably be pieces that I would never be able to find myself. No way. So I think I'm going to hang on to them. They're very nice. They're very large. Very nice. They're very large and in charge, but they're very. I mean, you got the lid to them. There's no chips, no cracks, no nothing. <laughs> nothing. They're perfect, and yeah. they're very vibrant colors. Like yes. they're, they're great pieces, aesthetic pieces. Yeah, man, for um, sure. Great, great show pieces to put out on the shelf for people to yeah. see. Those bright colors, man. It looks good. One of my main pickers actually it was really funny because he. Uh, he specializes in his own thing. We're going to say that. We're not going to use any names, any specifics here. But this guy specializes in his own thing that is far away from my thing. Okay. And in the world of picking, you kind of have a circle of people. Like there's a golf club guy. There's a video game guy. There's an 80s toy guy. There's a person that has their own respected realm of picking. Yes. And when you decide to partner up with these kind of people, you say, okay, I'll find your stuff you find my stuff and there's this mutual understanding that you don't charge the guy to pay more for your stuff and he doesn't pay more for his stuff from you. I get um, that. That makes sense. Again, the whole thriving community, you're helping correct. each other grow. That's Rising great tides raise all the ships. Sure, sure. So what I've found is you there are a group of loyal people that will always text me be like, hey man, I'm not sure if this skill is too new, but here's one I found. And I'll be like, hey, I found these golf clubs or I found this glass thing, whatever. Yeah, yeah. This guy, apparently, I was told by two of the thrift store people, uh, they were like, hey, so this guy told us now that he's going to start buying the stuff that you're getting because he sees the success you're having with your sales. Oh, what? I'm like, oh, 
not only does it make it more of an uphill battle for me to find it, but the people I do business with at the thrift stores, they don't go out of their way to do anything wrong. But they actually like, you know, hey, I just put this out. You should with the agreement understanding that like I'm gonna do you a favor and you're gonna do me a favor, but instead now I'm just gonna cut you off and I'm gonna do what you do. But what you don't realize. The other pickers that work with me and with this other person, you ostracize yourself from the whole group now. Yeah. You, so you have now... you burned now, the whole group now. Not only circle. do you piss people off, but you pushed away everybody that helped you. I ran... I actually ran into the guy. I saw him in person. And I said, you know, hey, it's fine. You're allowed to do whatever you want. I'm not going to tell you what you can and can't buy. That's not what I'm here to do. You know what I mean? So I basically said... I've been doing this for 10 years. I've developed the clientele. Like I embrace the internet. I have my path of sales. Yes, I am doing it because I'm making money doing it and it's fun to do and it's my thing. But you're not going to be able to move it like I'm moving it. So when you're ready to move all the stuff that you've been buying out from under me, let me know. And guess who called me two weeks later? Okay. Cool. <laughs> there you go. It's true. I mean, ha ha. That's what you get. And he's, you know, tail between the legs. That's the, the thing legs. I'm trying to say is that he, what's what I was trying to say was that he, he didn't have the ability to utilize the tool that is the internet like you did with social media. So yeah. where was he, where was he going to take these pans? What was his plan? He, I, I think he just was going to try and say, oh, well, this guy's moving so much stuff. He's got to be. What, eBay? Is that what he was going to try to do? I, I don't know. That makes I have no, no sense. Idea. But what the point so being. So what, any good stuff from it? Did you get any good stuff oh, from yeah, it? Oh, yeah. I got a good amount of stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How many pieces would you say? Like 40. Yeah? Yeah. 40 pieces and, and Probably. Some good stuff in there? Yeah. And I moved half of it already. Nice. So I have my go. paths of, of processing. Well, there you go. And and guess what? You That a bridge, a bridge burned is not being repaired here. So. But. But him coming back to me saying, hey, man, I'm sorry, you were right. We we welcomed him back into our... You did? I would not. Uh, I would not have. I would not have done any of that at all. Welcome back to the Circle of Friends. Ah, he's cool. He's an older guy, nice guy, but whatever. Welcome back to the Circle of Friends. I mean, the moral of the story, the moral of the story is stay in your own lane. Don't try to think the grass is always greener. And if you're good at something, stick with it and don't fucking tip the other guy's apple cart to try and profit like because you're gonna piss everybody off don't you try to me yeah don't me i don't like being (laughs) but also the other thing i see on the other end of this yes the other thing i see is people that think that they can just jump into this business that's the that's the thing we were talking about. Did we talk about that at all before? I, I think how, we've privately talked about it. No, no. In today's episode, didn't we talk about how like everyone looks at NASCAR and think, oh, all you do is turn left. I could do that. Or uh, Exactly, you know, yeah. Magic like, tricks. I could do those. Yeah, you're a course. nerd if you're doing magic tricks or something. Yeah, exactly. But what I see is people that don't or CDs, understand. all the work behind putting a CD yeah. on the table. They don't realize all the work that goes behind it, the marketing, the know-how, the right. connections you build, the business relationships the you, you build. Yeah, absolutely. So, people don't understand that. So right now I'm actually developing a course to help people with social media marketing, specifically in Instagram. Right. And my main, my, my, my focal point, literally every class, I, I do a one hour session every week with the same person it, with a trial and error so that I can then offer this to more people. Um, I tell them the main thing is do not get discouraged. You've been in this a couple months. I'm going to help you get followers. I'm going to teach you how I got followers. I'm going to teach you how to make reels, how to market your shit through reels, how to do, how to filter out all the bullshit. Don't worry about hats and shirts and all this other crap. Focus on your sales, build clientele, listen to your audience, listen to your customers, your clients, listen to their needs and develop these relationships because people in that position they're just comparing themselves to somebody who say has gone viral and they just explode all of a sudden and have millions of followers because uh their video was on jimmy kimmel or ellen or something like well, that. well that's that's what we that's discuss. What and that's what you're comparing yourself to and that's the problem you're not you're not in that situation i'm i'm not teaching not the, that it's a problem but it's, no. just, it's, a, it's a totally different scenario no you're starting from the ground up I'm more or less not teaching crazy content creation, more or less how you can kind of piggyback sales with content creation kind of thing. Yeah. So what I'm trying, what my focal point is, is to say, listen, right now, me, I'm very blessed with the with the opportunity where I could post a table full of stuff and it's all sold within a couple hours. I can teach you what I did to get to that 
point. I can't tell yeah. you if it's going to be six months. I can't tell you if it's six years, but I can guarantee you if you stick with it and you are consistent with what you are doing, what I'm telling you to do, you will get to that point and I will help you get your stuff. I teach everything. I teach how to get the shipping, where I ship, where I get my shipping supplies, how to cut corners with costs, but not compromise quality. I teach people, you know, how to down, down to where I get my stuff where I source my stuff yeah. and how to build a network of people where if a client wants a piece, you can get it in a week. Any cast iron piece, if you message me and said, I need this piece of cast iron, as long as it's not like a Griswold 2 or a Griswold 13, that's like Something a $5,000 piece of skillet. Yeah. You know, it, I, I, am, I am confident in the fact that if you message me and said, I need this skillet, this size, this logo, I can get it within one to two weeks. And that is the re- that, those relationships and that kind of content and that ne- networking is what I teach in my class. Okay. And that's what I'm building right now. I'm trying to build the opportunity to help people build businesses. Am I going to build them a skillet business? No, but I'm going to apply it to your maple syrup business, to your corningware business, to your Pyrex business, to your, you know, your, your, your craft dog food business. It's whatever it is. It's all the same. It's all the same idea. It doesn't have to, it's not just because it's about cooking or whatever that's going to be successful or that you know how to talk about it. All that stuff. How to not overuse it, not how to underuse it. And I, I really am excited about launching this class. I think I'm about, I, I, from from right now, we're in May 2023. I would say within the next six to seven months, I will have a completely formulated 15-hour course that I can offer people. Ooh, that's exciting, yeah. man. That's very cool. Yeah, we're going to get, get PJ from uh, 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 Fourth Dimension. Yeah. He's going to film a master class for me. Uh, I would That'll love, great. I'm going to you know have him do that. And then, uh, you know, do a little bit of paired pints marketing magic on there, get that out there. And, um, you know, to tease things a little bit further with what we have going on, we're going to be actually getting together with with PJ and Phil and you and myself. We're going to be creating a little media team to help everybody with marketing and a lot of fun to come. So uh, that is really my last exhale. (laughs) (laughs) We got a lot of stuff coming down the pipeline as far as uh, content and uh, and education and yeah. uh, and just it, things are growing. We're having a lot of fun. Just and we, keeping it authentic. Yeah, that's the thing too. You, you, you keep you, it's very it's very obvious when someone's putting it on and and trying to be professional and smart. And we're just we're just people chilling. We have stuff we want to talk about. We have things we're passionate about and we're going to put it put it on the table. Absolutely. For this podcast specifically, it's about cooking and cast iron and all things related to you and your brand. But the other one will be a little bit more fun laid back. We'll kind of talk about crazy lists, yeah. funny yeah. things, we'll break down funny videos, have a good time and talk about things we want to talk about. Just kind of shooting the shit kind of a show. That's right. So we're looking a, forward to it. Don't be a dope, don't you so that's that is the um, that nice is sticker. the official lesson of the day, and that is a new sticker. You should make it. No, the official lesson of the day is fucking science rules. Science rules. Science is Bill science. Nye the science guy. Bill Nye the science guy. That's like beer. Beer. <laughs> red is red. Well, no, red's not red because purple's in it. No, purple is in it. You're wrong. Oh, I hate you. You're wrong. Wrong. That's podcast iron. Also, I uh, just wanted to, to shout out real quick Amazing Mutt's Puppy Rescue. We got our second dog, Little Squid. Oh, we got a Squidney. We Sydney. got Squiddy Girl. It's Sydney, named after the brand cast yeah, iron. Yeah, we Sydney, named right? Sydney after Sydney Foundry uh, from one of our earlier episodes. We got Sydney Girl here. She's such a sweetheart. She was so good watching yeah. the show. She was our good audience. Yeah. And uh, we got Deli Ooh. from we got Deli from uh, Amazing Mutt's Puppy Rescue too. They did it. They did a great Wacky job Deli. fostering. Yeah. <laughs> Wacky Deli, but um, yeah, they're really cool. If, you, if you're uh, if you have the means to adopt a pup and you're in the New Jersey, Philadelphia area, check out Amazing Mutt's Puppy Rescue. Uh, thanks to shout out, or also thank you to uh, Standout Stickers for their support with uh, you know the giveaways and being uh, you yes. know part of my team now, welcoming them aboard what we have going on. And uh, I really welcome everybody to stay tuned with the Instagram and see what's going on and all the things that are going to be coming up this summer. It's going to be a great one. And that's Podcast Iron. That's it. Have a good one. Hey, I'm Brad Leone, and you're listening to Podcast Iron. Thanks for listening to Podcast Iron. To find out what Kyle has in his kitchen, visit castironkyle.com for his latest list of recommended products. And be sure to follow him on Instagram at castiron underscore Kyle.